Welcome back to the New Norm Club podcast. I'm your host, Gly Gabriel, and we're going to be having yet another free-flowing, vulnerable conversation with a mover, a shaker, someone who's redefining the norm in the world in some way. In today's episode, I'm bringing to you one of my best friends in the world. His name is Kyle Summersall. He's the founder of The Peoples, which is this community that's created for creators to help them tap into their full selves. You know, anybody that's really on this this journey of self-discovery, uh, you should definitely check his, um, his this, this community out, what he started. It's going to be beautiful. It's magical. And, um, and I'm really excited about having him on this podcast because he's like my brother in vulnerability. You know, he's that person who, when you don't want to go there, he's going to like challenge you to like to look a little bit deeper, to uncover those things that you're perhaps a little afraid of taking a look at and, and digging into. Um, but on the other side of that, I've discovered, you know, much at the, <laughs> you know, at his urging, um, on the other side of that is just really um, everything. You know, there's after you like let yourself heal and grow, um, you're, you're just opened up to more new possibilities. So buckle up. We're going to have an amazing episode, amazing podcast conversation for you. So just sit sit, sit, um, sit tight and we're going to take a deep cleansing breath to let go of whatever we came into this space with that doesn't serve us any longer. Okay? On three, we're going to breathe in and out together. One, two, three. Breathe in. And breathe out. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, Kyle, how That's you doing? Good. Bro? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thanks yeah? for for having me here today. No doubt, no Excited doubt. Excited to be a part of the process and have this conversation you know we're, we we we've been able to have a ton of conversations off mic so I know. i'm excited now to to have it recorded have yeah recorded, so yeah. it's funny because today is supposed to be our weekly accountability check-in or sure. i don't even know if we call it that anymore but we've been doing that shit for like like almost two years now do i think 100 <laughs> every for anybody that's listening we every week kyle and i we just check in on each other and just talk about before it started i, I guess just like talking about our goals and like kind of what we're trying, like what we're, what happened over the past week and like what we're looking forward to in the coming week. And then we'd hold each other accountable to that. And then it just evolved to like, just, just checking in on each other and just sharing what we're like learning and stuff. 100%. What are you learning right now, bro? Oof. I'm learning. I'm, so learning, much. <laughs> I'm learning a ton. Yeah. I'd say, well, I'll, I'll give a little, some of the big mm-hmm. points from the last I'd say three-ish months. Mm-hmm. So was learning a lot about shadow work and looking into the shadows mm-hmm. and, and the, the shadows. What does that mean? The shadows are essentially. So when we are growing up, we have you know, different actions that we, that we do We're in our day to day and essentially our environment, our parents, our friends, society gives us feedback. Mm. And some of the actions we take, the feedback we get is positive. So we're like, okay, we're going to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. And then we have other things that we do where we don't get such a a, a positive response. Mm -hmm. And so essentially those are things that we tend to either we actively are suppressing them mm-hmm. or because of just our inability to cope with the response are are we end up repressing them mm-hmm. and so shadow work is essentially looking at things it, you know when we may feel pain mm-hmm. or when we may feel discomfort mm-hmm. um, we can look at what's there or it can be a more a more uh, just intentional habitual reflective practice for me it's been mostly through through my meditation and through journaling mm-hmm. and then 
a lot of it stemming from just noticing when I experience pain or discomfort and then allowing myself to sit with that and give that attention. And so th- just having a new relationship to, to pain mm-hmm. has been a big thing for me because I realized that through music mm-hmm. I had gotten access to a lot of my emotions. And in the last like four years, three years, I've been much more aware of mm-hmm. my emotional landscape. But there were so many things prior to that that I hadn't, I, I didn't have the, the, the toolkit yet to give them mm-hmm. attention mm-hmm. in a helpful way. Mm-hmm. And so I would end up just avoiding it. And that's, that's big. You, you hit on a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I, it's kind of cute or cool that you use music as a way to access your emotions. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, like what, like, ah. Uh, and I, I think I've recently been doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I th- you know, I've been saying to people, I'm like, yo, I feel music now. Mm-hmm. Because I, I felt it before as a kid, but like, it wasn't, I was never like a music head, like, yeah. like, like people like you and, sure, and, and, sure. and like my boy Josh and like Taylor, et cetera. For and, sure. and how, did, how, what was, did you consciously use music to access your emotions or was it just like kind of an unconscious thing? Or when did you discover that that was what you were doing? Yeah, I didn't connect that dot until like a month ago, mm. a month and a half, maybe. Yeah, I it was just something that I would be drawn to mm-hmm. because, you know, there's it's I've done a little research into it. But yeah. it, but essentially mm-hmm. when you when so let's say when you express yourself to someone. Yeah. Right. And then they show they li- they listen well they show that they understand mm-hmm. uh, or or are pushing themselves to understand and they really show uh, off the whole space for you mm-hmm. right that can be a really relieving and healing experience yeah. and in similar fashion with music mm-hmm. when you notice your emotions being mirrored mm. even though it's not someone that you're speaking to mm-hmm. you're noticing that some you you're feeling that the musician, the the artist is 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 offering the the similar emotions that you're feeling. So it, it's a, it's a similar way of you to to really be able to, yeah, dive into that and, and almost heal and, and relieve you know some of the suffering that might be associated. And it wasn't until recently where, because sometimes I'm getting better at allowing myself to cry. But that's still something that's hard for me. But I notice that if if I get the right song, if I feel it in my chest, you know, that there's a lot there um, that I want to release, yeah. uh, that discomfort in my chest. Yeah. Initially, I didn't really know what that meant. Now yeah. I know when I have that discomfort, it's yeah. because I want to release something. Yeah, yeah. And so I've been able to, a lot more intentionally recently, been able to like pick a song uh, that will allow me to to like tap into that emotion. Wow, what's uh, a, what's one of those songs? Woo, yeah. So there's a song by this band called Salt S U A L T. It's called Little Boy, mm-hmm. and this stems. I don't want to go too much into it, but yeah. it it stems from a relationship with my brother. Yeah. And one of the lyrics is one day you'll find out God is one of us. And that lyric was so profound to me because this it's been a journey that I've been on and I know that my brother's on and other people are on. What really stuck out to me about that particular lyric is that it we it's easy to, to not to forget or not even be aware that, that we're literally these miracles mm-hmm. that are made up of the same source energy that creates, you know, everything around us from the plants to the humans, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's sort of the, the understanding of God that I've grown to have mm-hmm. is, is, is that source energy mm-hmm. and the, understanding that it's within us you yeah. know and so so we're literally these miracles and so it was it was based on where the healing that i've done and, and you know my relationship with my brother that that really stuck out to me because it really allowed me to tap in yeah. and, and and feel 
and it was just such a hopeful a hopeful sentiment you know one day you'll find out that god is one of us um i felt that too when you said it and <laughs> yeah. yeah it's um it's really interesting you're talking about this because literally today i cried and mm. recently i've been feeling like i needed to cry but i was like i was like i don't know why and i don't know how to get it out yeah, but like yeah. um yeah, um, I, I think I'm starting to use music intentionally in that way as well, um, because in fact, uh, so I'm, I've been learning a lot about like Tantra, as you know, mm -hmm. and, um, and and Tantra is, is really, it's kind of like meditation. It's just going into, like we are on this physical, in this physical plane of mm -hmm. existence and, um, and, and it's Tantra is saying that this is sacred, that the body is sacred, that yeah. there's something powerful here, like mm -hmm. that this is the same like a lot of times in spirituality, people are trying to get out of their bodies and go into like other realms and stuff. Yeah. But if you drop into your body, you have the same access to, to like higher dimensions, et cetera. Um, and, and just like really access to that, that inner God, like, yeah. like presence inside of you. And, um, and so I'm doing this, uh, this, this meditation It's called the, the fire breath orgasm. Mm. And, um, and not, it's not like, you know, you're touching yourself or anything like that. It's just using your breath and moving like the, the sexual energy around mm. like as and you're just like uh systematically going from chakra to chakra and doing mm. that and i'm going from my root chakra to my to 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 my sacral center to my uh, solar plexus and then i hit my heart mm. and i don't know what it was but like i start i started like like convulsing a little bit like almost like gagging like i like i didn't want to cry but then I, I told myself i was like it's okay like let, just go just let it let it happen and and I just started bawling and, mm. and it was so strange. And, and I also had music playing on like the, throughout the, the, this whole experience. Um, and it, it just, I think the music, it was like, I was one with the music and, mm. and the music like was so perfect in how it synchronized with like my heart and like, kind of like what I was experiencing at that moment. And I started crying and it felt really fucking good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, like I'm a fucking human being. Mm -hmm. I have feelings. I'm like, I, I feel like, um, I don't know what your experience has been, but, you know, growing up almost, we were socialized out of feeling, you know, especially mm -hmm. as men, as black men. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> what, what's been like, like, what's been your, what, I mean, is there, as you think about like your growth and evolution and even like from childhood to like, to where you're at right now, are there any stories or things that come up that kind of touch on this subject of like you know not not being able to feel yeah and that that was so much of i love that you shared that because that was so much of what well a just beautiful story thank you, know, you. <laughs> I, i'm happy that that you were able to access that and, yeah. and let go and allow yourself to to do what's natural yeah you know i love a related thought and then i'll answer your question jay electronica yeah he has this this lyric mm -hmm. that says, "My eyes cry water out my tear ducts to heal me," mm. and I, mm. I, 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 mm. I I always mm. I love I love that 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 bar because that's literally what crying is. You know, mm. it's it's how we heal, it's mm. how we relieve stress, and yeah. and and or it's how we really tap into a deep emotion. It doesn't even have to be sad. You know, you can have tears of gratitude, yeah. and so. To your point, especially as black men, mm -hmm. that was a connection with with the salt lyric. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, you know, a lot of, a lot of the images that I saw of black men were, you know, rappers and like they would be. Ja, I remember Ja Rule videos where he'd be in jail and the girl would be coming to visit him mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just the whole understanding that I had of masculinity and that I learned from from my parents and and, and my environment was you know men don't feel mm. emotions unless it's anger or excitement mm -hmm. and so crying was definitely not i was i remember multiple times hearing like boys don't cry yeah. and so that was definitely something that i internalized i i don't think i cried i don't remember crying maybe once between the ages of like 10 to like 
24-ish. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I can... And, and, I, and I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and maybe I did more than that. But yeah. I remember like once, maybe twice, mm-hmm. you know, in the last six months, I've cried like almost, you know, like, wow. How much, how many times? Have, I mean, I've cried. I've cried close to 10 times in the last like six months that's big you know what i mean <laughs> and they weren't all sad tears yeah. I, they, they were like tears of gratitude mm-hmm. definitely some sad tears mm-hmm. healing tears mm-hmm. uh, yeah i would say like 10 times in the last six months you know I, I, and and so that's a complete 180 from where i was and yeah initially it's still hard for me at times and there's still I've internalized so much and as I've started to redefine masculinity for myself and also get in t- learn more about the different masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. that live within me, mm-hmm. live within all of us mm-hmm. and the power and the courage that I now associate with vulnerability and with connecting to truth and with tapping into emotions, that's new relationship has made it so that I'm able to see crying as healing, mm-hmm. see it as my body doing something exceptional. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I saw it more as we a weakness. Yeah. And so that's that's been a, a complete yeah. relationship change uh, to my emotions and to crying. How is that? How has that translated in your life? Like, what's the impact of you healing, like, you know, allowing yourself to, like, feel these emotions, to cry, to, yeah, what 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 does that look like? What does your life look like now because, as a result of that? Yeah, well, one, I feel so much more empowered. Yeah. Uh, I realize that when I have a painful experience, you know, I'll say this because tears of gratitude are more just like oh my god like this is great you know what i mean but the more painful experiences are ones that i would have that tend to avoid Mm -hmm. and with when i'm able to work through it you know there's that initial discomfort but Mm -hmm. what i've noticed is that on the other end of that Mm -hmm. there's so much expansion because i've been able to let go of things and then i'm able to fill myself with new things Mm. that are a lot more aligned and i just feel a lot more empowered Mm. um a lot more comfortable sharing these emotions because i have less shame around them Mm -hmm. and then with with other peers uh, I've been able to, as I become more aware of my emotions, I'm able to more intuitively pick up on other people's emotions, mm-hmm. which is not, it's just something that, that, that humans in general are capable of doing, you know, mm-hmm. that's part of how we communicate, but most of us, um, aren't necessarily as tapped into that mm-hmm. because first it takes being aware of your own emotions to then be able to really feel you know someone else's emotions Mm -hmm. and 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 so yeah my growth emotionally has allowed me to be able to understand other humans a lot better to listen a lot better Mm -hmm. and to have a new relationship between uh more pleasant and more um and and and, and less pleasant emotions Mm. and recognizing that you know yes like happiness is really important to me like I, I practice things that give me joy mm-hmm. that uh, that you know allow me to be in a, a more uh, what's equ, equ, what's equanimous equanimous yeah, yeah yeah equanimous uh, state mm-hmm. and with that recognizing that I'm also there's also so like that's more of the light stuff right mm-hmm. that's more of the stuff that society encourages yeah. right um, especially as a man. Yeah. Um, who it, that's you know but 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 uh, on the other side mm-hmm. recognizing that i'm this full human i'm mm-hmm. this full being and there's so much value and beauty mm-hmm. in listening to the darker emotions and that understanding has just allowed me to 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 
yeah, give them both attention, which has propelled mm -hmm. uh, my healing. That's mm -hmm. the biggest way. It's propelled my healing, which has allowed me to show up mm -hmm. a lot more empowered mm -hmm. in, in the world. Do you, you know me, like, uh, I, I'm like more... You 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 put you constantly push me to like dive into like yeah, those yeah. emotions and to like even like I guess the shadow work, um, and whereas I'm more like hey like you know what like the past is the past things that like you know these feelings they'll go away this mm. too shall pass, let's just like stay like look forward and mm -hmm. like create towards that direction, um, uh, where was I gonna go with this because, um. Yeah, so you, you challenged me to do that. Do you ever fear that, like, going... Or I'm actually curious for you. When you're going into those emotions, into the shadow work, what's the impetus? What's the drive? What's the motivation behind it? Like, yeah, why why do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, good question. Yeah, so that that's, that's you know, to your point, I... I've had similar sentiments as well, yeah. or just haven't been fully aware of the value of mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that Jay-Z has this beautiful line where he says, you can't heal what you don't reveal. Mm. And so everything from our past, whether we know it or not, you know, it impacts our subconscious, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's in a beneficial or, or you know, an unproductive way, mm -hmm. right? And so there are things that we might not be fully aware of mm -hmm. because we've allowed our, we've, you know, pushed them down enough, mm -hmm. but they still impact us. Mm -hmm. You know, they still impact the way we show up. They mm -hmm. still impact the way we think. Mm -hmm. They still impact the way we, we interact mm -hmm. with other people. Mm -hmm. And so, if you push it to the side, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it, it's what I've noticed is it doesn't mean that it's not there. Mm -hmm. It just means that it's affecting you and you might not be fully aware of how it's affecting you. Mm -hmm. um, or it keeps coming up and you're like, why won't you just leave me alone? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is that when I give it adequate attention with compassion, right? So it's not a judgmental, it's, it's more of like, okay, you know, if it's a friend, you know, a friend that's feeling some sort of way, it's like, okay, what's there? You know, what am I feeling? Um, why might I be feeling this? What's underneath it? Mm -hmm. And I've noticed going through that process of getting to the layers, uh, it, it almost instinctively, the response is compassion for myself. Mm. Uh, because yeah, I'm able to, to, to really get down there and see like, wow, like you've been through this and through that process, mm. you know, we have wisdom inside and, and through that process, I'm been able to see, okay, all right, how do I want my relationship with this to change? Or, you know, you, you, you get insights as to, 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 you know, how yeah. to move forward. And I think the biggest thing is having someone that you trust mm -hmm. that you can communicate with yeah. about these things because yeah. then you're able to release it mm -hmm. um and you're able to set new intentions mm -hmm. right so um uh, for me i noticed like i had body things that would make intimacy mm -hmm. for me uh challenging so being able to go and and and, and tap it and, and, and just be more aware of the, these past traumas Right. That allowed me then to say, OK, when I, f you know, because one thing about the body is like when even when we know we're safe, mm -hmm. our body um, pushes if we're in a similar situation, our body pushes us to have a stress response. Yeah. And so you can be completely out of it, but you're still having the stress response because you haven't given that, you know, that trauma attention, you know? And so giving that attention mm -hmm. allows me to have a new relationship with the stress. Mm -hmm. And then it allows me to, to, to lean into the, to the fear. And eventually I'm able to, you know, there's less energy attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm able to let it go mm -hmm. and I'm able to create space for, for new things mm -hmm. and, and, and just to be able to change my relationship to stuff. So now I'm fully aware of, you know, or a lot, at least a lot more aware of when that, you know, old stuff comes up mm -hmm. and through the process of, 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 of giving attention, I'm then able to be in similar situations and not feel the same level of stress or, mm -hmm. or the same energy attached to the triggers. Mm -hmm. and, and 
yeah so it's 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 empowered me and 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 i would say i would say for for anyone wondering like is it worthwhile should i just look forward i would say even if you're looking forward if you haven't given attention to things that cause you subconsciously to have discomfort mm-hmm. um or previous you know traumas mm-hmm. they're still going to come up yeah yeah they're going to impact you yeah you know yeah and I, and i guess the way i kind of look at it now is um i think maybe in the past i would have like tried to always try to fix myself or, or or figure out what like like dig deep and sometimes it can it actually disempowers me to like go like to try to because i could go far far back and then like you could even like if you really want to take it that far like you know, look at the gener like what were my parents' lives, and yeah, then like sure, and then like sure. there and like and where did they inherit that? And like and, and it's just like it's like where do you? It, it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, you know? no, it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. And, and so I think how I'm like starting to approach it is um, just through being present. And if in my presence, in my you know reaching for or, or just being joyful and being empowered and mm-hmm. being loving, if there's something that takes me away from that. Yeah, then yeah. then it's like really it's a, it's yeah, a lot, it's lot like more apparent what's there yeah yeah and then and then you can like kind of like dive into that a little bit and um and i kind of just like how i do is i just kind of feel the sensations and and express whatever needs to be expressed and and i think something what you said uh having people that you can share that with yeah is um is huge like you've been like really like you know like one of the main people that I, that's helped me heal I a lot over these that. like past few months. And, um, and I, I didn't realize how important it was for, for me. And I think, you know, a lot of men probably need this shit, whether you're getting it from therapy or like whatever, you know, just having a space where you can like share whatever's yeah. going on. You know? and, and to your point, right. Yeah. I, I, I like what you shared, right. Because we don't want it to be, it's not supposed to be all at the same time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not, you don't want to necessarily force it. Mm-hmm. You want to flow with this stuff mm-hmm. and you know, you, you want to listen to, to, to what's, what's there, right? Mm-hmm. Your body has a ton of wisdom. So mm-hmm. when you listen to it, you're able to have some sort of new understanding and that manifests in whatever way mm-hmm. then eventually life gives you new challenges and you have new understandings and and, and to the point of looking back mm-hmm. i i i realized like a lot of the shadow work is actually looking back at the relationship between parent and child yeah uh because yeah. without that then we end up take carrying on often carrying on things you know you know different trauma cycles that our parents inherited we end up carrying it on to our our, our own kids and our own you know peers etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. our own partners versus when we're able to look at the different dynamics we say oh i know you know for me a big part of that was masculinity mm-hmm. noticing like oh like this is what you know my dad internalized and this is what mm-hmm. was projected onto me but now that i'm aware of that I can be like, oh, do I actually want to follow through on all of that? Or are there things that I want to break mm. myself, mm. right? And mm-hmm. through that breaking, then I'm able to show up more fully as me. And then I don't pass that on to, to, to others, Yeah, you know? Yeah, that's facts. Um, I, I think um, it's like at some point, someone needs to break the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like in my family right now, without going into too many details, it's just like, there's a lot of stress, you know, like in, in, in certain aspects of, you know, just around like mental health and, and, um, and, and yeah. And, and, and that's, uh, it, 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 it's like such a sore point that breeds all types of emotions and people are just reacting and I could see it in like the hurt, the pain, the anger, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just like, how do we like, and, and, and it's, I, I don't know, like, I, I don't have the answers. Right. But it, it just feels like we're just like a lot of times what happens and not just in my family, but we see this in society in general, mm-hmm. like people are reacting to things that are happening and, and we don't really have a constructive way to like deal with the emotions and to almost start to be aware of like what's actually going on and to know that we can be empowered to break the cycle Yeah. because if we don't, then we react um, and then maybe we go out into the world and we like 
like how we're being affects someone else and they react 100%. to that energy and then they go out into their like to to their to the work that they're doing and to their families and they're reacting and then the, the family and it's just like creating this cycle yep. of of reaction and and just somebody's got to take like take yeah. a stand to break that you know 100 and you can't break it unless you're aware that it even exists yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah. and as i've learned more about habits it's like most of what we do is, you know, our, 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 what's what we do and think it's, it's habitual, yeah. you know, and once it's ingrained in the brain, you're doing it whether you want to or not, yeah. you know, and, and, and without that awareness, you can't even recognize, oh, I'm doing this thing that I really disliked when my parents did, but now I'm out here doing it myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and some, a lot of times it, it kind of, uh, it, it morphs and, and it, and it takes on in like a different form yeah. or it expresses itself slightly differently, but it, like at its core is like, some of the stuff, you know, from like your past and you know, your relationships and such. 100%. Yeah. My fault. We're just, uh, switching camera positions and, and whatnot social media and whatnot actually that's a great transition um to, to something else i wanted to talk to you about yeah for social sure. media for sure yo you're 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 always on that and you you've, you've been pretty masterful at um building brands and 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 communities and bringing people together um and i imagine like or actually let me not impose or put thoughts into your mind what's been the secret to that what's been what's been your secret sauce what's your methodology be behind um, when you're starting a company when you're starting a brand building a community how do you think about doing that yeah 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 that's it well i would say i'm a lot less naive now mm -hmm. so i've certainly learned a lot yeah and so i'm carrying a lot of what i've learned into you know but in in the past, so much of it has been starting with a, a problem that I care about. Yeah. You know, starting with why. Now I'm able to have the language to understand, oh, I was starting with a reason why. You know, there was something that was burning mm. that I couldn't stop thinking about, yeah. a problem, you know, when it came to Inner Glow, that community. It was me, you know, looking around seeing you know the election was happening 2016 friends going through transitions you know a lot of people close to me unhappy unfulfilled you know, really looking for their fulfillment and in, in rings or degrees or et cetera, et cetera. you know myself included and 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 realizing like whoa like that is you know, as I learned more through meditation, like, I was like, holy shit. Like, like I said earlier, like we're literally these miracles, you know what I mean? And if you're not aware that, that you are this profound being with so much value, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to be living in a way that, that really limits that. And so that was the initial problem that I saw. Mm -hmm. And so what I've realized now, you know, I'm a lot more experienced and knowledgeable. Mm hmm I realize now it, it, it's like, okay, if this is a problem that I have, I'm likely not the only person that has that problem. And I am like the first customer, like the, 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 the target market. Mm -hmm. And so really listening, okay, what, what, what would sound like a solution for me or people like me? Um, what, how can I communicate this in a way that would make me feel like yeah that, that i would resonate with that would move me and so through that understanding i've been able to then communicate a lot more effectively with others mm -hmm. i think another big thing when it comes to building brands and communities is, is treating humans like humans hmm. and not treating them like data you know we aren't just trying to get to 1000 newsletter signups or followers or people showing up you know those are real humans and so something that i realize has come more naturally to me is that I'm, I'm a super connector so by my nature i get really energized by connecting with a lot of people learning from other people building relationships and so now i'm able to be a lot more strategic with it mm. and and what guides me is like okay is this a person that i admire 
okay, if I admire them, I want to learn from them. I want to get close to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so just being forward with that and, 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 and telling people, hey, I really like this thing that you did. I would love to, you know, you know, have, you know, it, it, however I uh, communicate it, but essentially say like, I really like what you're doing and I want to get closer to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I want to get to know you more as a person. Mm-hmm. And just being really genuine about that and, and also coming from a place of like, you know, is there ways that I can support that person in what they're doing? Mm-hmm. And that just allows me to build relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's a, essentially what communities come down to. It's like a why that people identify with relationships and them feeling like they are growing and getting better from being a part of whatever you're doing. And so the getting better part is, 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 is essentially solving, you know, a big part of the problem that existed. And then there's ways to, to, to just be, you know, what I've learned with communities is like people either, um, and they often both happen, but, but, you know, aside from like connecting with others and making friends, they want to feel like they're growing professionally or growing personally, you know? So just being really intentional about communicating how they're actually growing by being a part of the community and then mm. making it tangible so that, you know, they stay able to see, you know, as they invest time, they're getting the, the results of, of growing in ways that they want to grow. Mm. Uh, so that's been, yeah, that's been big. I, I feel I, there's certainly a lot of research and a lot of things that I've learned and, and mentors mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. But I do recognize that, you know, I, you know, have practice and I'm good at understanding humans and building relationships. And so through being really genuine and, 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 and following through on, on things that tend to be more intuitive for me, um, that's been really helpful because what I noticed about brand is that at the end of the day, brand is a feeling, you know, brand is how you make people feel. And so when it comes to creating a brand or creating community, you know, I'm just very intentional about, okay, I'm going to create this brand as if it's a, if it's, if it's a real person with Mm. a personality Mm -hmm. and think about, okay, if this brand is a person, what is the personality I want to have and how do I want it to make people feel mm. when they interact with the brand? Mm-hmm. And, and, and through that process, it helps me yeah, create this other person that people can relate to, that mm-hmm. people feel like they want to almost be friends with. You yeah, know? yeah. What are, what are some brands or communities that you really admire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Uh, Spotify comes up as a brand that I admire. They do such a good job of making people feel special, making me feel special. You know, they send their year-end playlist where it's like, these are your top 100 songs that you listen to in the order you listen to. You know, they just did like, these are your top artists of the last decade. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, then they just continuously come up with ways to really personalize this experience, right? Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I know, okay, this is an algorithm. You know, someone is putting in, you know, whatever programming they need to, to, mm-hmm. to get it. Mm-hmm. But just the thought process behind it is still the same. You know, they're making me feel special, yeah. you know? And so that's, that's really cool. Uh, another brand that I'm, or, or another community. That's a good one. Another community that I admire who comes to mind. Yeah, there's there's a there's a ooh. Well, I think Three Jewels is, is is really cool. Yeah, I think they do a good job of like making who they are and and what they stand for very clear. And then mm-hmm. they do a good job of making like I I haven't even been to the studio, but mm-hmm. I feel like wow, like they really care about me. You yeah. know, I and so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Any products that, um, well, I guess Spotify is like kind of like a digital product. Yeah, yeah. Any physical products that you really, um, that give you like a certain feeling um, that you, that you, that you, that you enjoy or admire? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say one and then I'll, that some people might not know and then I'll yeah. say two other, two others. Well, okay. one that comes to mind. So my buddy Emmett Shine mm-hmm. behind Pattern Brands, mm-hmm. they, you know, they're a direct to consumer company. Mm-hmm. You know, they sell, you know, cookware and, and home organization stuff yeah you know but their whole approach 
Ooh, that's another one. Another one that came to mind. Their whole approach mm -hmm. is community. Mm. You know, through their branding, through the events they have, through mm -hmm. the talk series that they have. Yeah. And through literally reaching out to people and communicating and texting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and inviting people and just, just making people feel like people and not just like they're a part of the data. And so they do a great job with, with that. And, and, and so much of that is like, okay, how do you build community around the product? I think Matcha, mm. Matcha is another brand that does an amazing job, you know, really thinking through. They're selling drinks, mm -hmm. but they were, it was very clear from the jump that their focus was community, you know, through highlighting their investors and other people who are into the brand mm -hmm. through, I remember they used to do these matcha stories where they would pick different creatives and they would highlight their work and their stories. And so much of it was about, okay, this is a person mm -hmm. that is aligned with the, the energy of the brand and, and the feeling of the brand. And so that always stood out to me because I was like, Oh, when, when you think about when you literally when you think about all the brands that are really stand out, right? If you think about WeWork, what separates them from the other co-working spaces is like they're pushing community first. You know, obviously they have all the other some other stuff that, that hasn't gone as well recently. But that's what differentiates them. You know, when you look at Lululemon versus some of the other yoga brands, that's what stands out to them. They literally open up their studio so people can teach classes and use their spaces for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they understand, okay, this is community, this is people. You know, when you think about, um, there was another good one. When you think about even Sweet Green, right? Sweet Green, I don't know if they're doing it anymore, but they were throwing festivals every summer, you know? They're a salad company, but they understand, no, no, this is about people. That's how we really separate ourselves from, from others. We want people to feel a certain way about our brand. We want to be able to bring people together. Um, and then when I think about, some of the bigger brands like apple is certainly mm -hmm. they've figured it out 100 percent. you know everything from they're very clear on their why and that's what they lead with and that's what allows people to identify with but then when you think about the actual product right like i had an android for a minute and the reason why i got a iphone was literally because of the community features right two of the biggest ones being facetime and iMessage right the face the fact that you can facetime someone that has the same phone as you anywhere in the world that's a big deal that you can send you know what would be a text message to anyone in the world that has the same phone that's a big deal that you can leave these little hearts and comments and all that stuff on these messages right that is different than you know the other you know than when i had my android and i couldn't do that you yeah. know and i felt like oh man, i really want to be able to connect with people in this way uh, and so they understand how to get you into that ecosystem and, yeah. and, and, and make you feel, um, A, that you align with their, with their, you know, mission. And then also that you can connect deeper with other people because you are in this ecosystem. Mm. Uh, so they, yeah, that's, that's amazing. I, you know, I, and, and I think, um, you know, it makes me think of like uh, the TED Talk and book by Simon Sinek where he says, yeah, start yeah. with why, you 100%. know, and it's just like leading with the, the heart of it yeah. all. And then from there, you can figure out the how and then the what. 100%. And and I think that can be applied to anything. Like it could be applied to, you know, people who create bricks, you know, mm -hmm. like like literally just thinking about like, how do you how do you how do you create an experience and, and, and like and actually care about people mm -hmm. and, and, and that's at the at the heart of it all um what I, you're building a, a new community yeah yeah for sure um, for business sure. like give us the rundown on on on, on that yeah for sure yeah. so it's it's full circle from the first community that we built inner glow mm -hmm. and the idea really is to help people tap into their full self uh it's called the peoples mm -hmm. and really through building inner glow realized you know th that we have so much value already as humans and when we're able to access that when we're able to connect more with ourselves then we're able to share our gifts in a much more empowered way and so that's the idea behind it um it's going to be a platform built centered around uh culture and wellness mm -hmm. And, you know, a big idea that we have as well is that, like, a lot of these existing networks, they don't make you feel good um, when a lot of the so current social networks. And 
so what people want now are more niche networks that actually help them feel good and empowered and help them connect with like-minded people, mm-hmm. especially once you are, yeah. So that, that that's that's really what it is. And, 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 and so there will be ways for people to connect and, 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 and have classes and, and things of that sort. Uh, but the big the big differentiator that we're excited about for the platform is a marketplace mm-hmm. that really empowers the creators. And so we're thinking about more of a circular economy. Mm-hmm. And so what that would look like is, you know, let's say as you tap more into your full self, you are more empowered to share your gift of music or cooking or, or um, yoga or maybe it's physical products that mm-hmm. you make, a card game or candles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is that within this marketplace, you will be able to much more easily sell to your existing community, but also have all these other people that align with you know the energy you're giving off and you know that opens you up to so many other ways to monetize your you know the the source uh activities that 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 you that you share and that you love yeah already yeah and and so that's the really the idea of it you know and then in that way you can learn from others you can you can monetize your gifts and, and, and connect with like-minded people. And, yeah. and so, yeah. yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're focusing on building the community right now, um, piggybacking off of a lot of the community that we already had mm-hmm. and, and focusing on content being the driver. Um, so social newsletter podcast and, and, and the idea is to, to build up a wait list and, and, and through that process, build up the, 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 momentum that the desire and just uh, so so right now we're focusing on content and, and relationships yeah and, and, and then yeah the platform comes That's next. interesting i mean like uh you know my, my, my mind goes to like monetization and how are you how are you going to build a sustainable business out of this mm-hmm. and and it feels like you're going to have to build a because i imagine with a marketplace you take like a percentage of like the the you know the transactions that are being like um created on uh, on the on the platform um and so it's like you have to reach like a certain like level of scale well that that's one yeah um but that's actually the secondary way that we're playing to make money interesting uh yeah. the initial way is by charging a monthly fee mm. to be a member mm. uh, so what we noticed is that like when you have these really broad large networks yeah people are less willing to pay for them Mm. Um, but what's happening now is just unbundling of these really large networks. So the Reddits and the LinkedIn's and the Facebooks and the Instagrams, you know, people want more niche communities, whether it's like a community for women entrepreneurs or a community for moms over 50 or, you know, uh, you know, Ethel's club comes to mind, like a wellness club for a social wellness club for people of color. Right. So when you have these more niche communities, right, because it's either the advertisers are the customers and you get access to this community for free mm-hmm. and you know they figure out ways to get your attention so they can sell ads or you're the customer and people are starting to understand that and with these smaller niche communities when there's enough value given people are willing to pay for it you know Definitely. so when you think about oh i have access to online classes i have access to these really cool online events with people that I care about. I have access to um, this marketplace where I can learn so many new skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm able to connect with all these really amazing people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're eventually thinking about having some offline experiences as well. But, you know, I'm confident that we'll be able to mm-hmm. offer enough value that it'll be like, oh, I can play this, you know, smaller amount and get access to all this. Or and have this community, you know, or it could be like more one off where I just pay for you, you. You're gonna end up paying for things if you really want that stuff, regardless. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's cool to have it packaged in a really cool way with people that you you know resonate with and, and a community that you're into. And so that's really the, the the mindset. I love it. And and so is the uh, is the target audience like the per, the ideal person for this community a, a creator or uh, I mean because I imagine anybody. Uh, is good for anybody but like who 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 do you have in mind when you think of like yeah yeah for sure yeah so so the ideal person is someone who is you know want is 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 wants to 
grow and is interested in wellness and their well-being and in ways that they can develop that Mm. um and then we also have a cultural lens right so it's someone who cares about um people and, and 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 creating and yeah music and art are, are, are some of the ways that that, that that that'll play into it and that'll mm-hmm. be something that, that we'll be really pushing mm-hmm. but in general it's someone who who wants to tap into their full self yeah you know and you know the tap into the creator inside of them yeah. tap into you know their personal development and mm-hmm. their spir- spiritual journey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I know that there's a way that we can communicate these ideas in a way that people will be receptive to yeah and I also know that um, that's a part of our hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. right? We want deep connections mm-hmm. and we want to get better as people. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where we're, you know, people who are, are, are ready to lean into that are, are really the people that we're focusing on. Dude, yeah, that's 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 new norm club, okay? Yeah. All of you guys that are <laughs> listening right now, this is for you. Yeah. I, I'm definitely gonna be a part of the community. 100%. Uh, um, I mean, something else that comes to mind too yeah. is, is is we're really being intentional about making it a, a, a space that's, that's diverse verse yeah. that feels inclusive yeah and that's important to me because you know a lot of my early experience in the wellness space you know it didn't feel very inclusive and, and so that's something that um yeah super important to me and, and and so everything that we're thinking about now is like okay how can we make this a space where you know women men people of color white people mm-hmm. feel like okay if i resonate with this idea of tapping into my full self from mm-hmm. this like cool cultural angle then mm-hmm. the, it, it's for me you know yeah I mean? yeah that, that they can be a part of I, mean, it. I think you've always been really good about that even like like with inner glow which was like the meditation community um that you created uh years ago it was like one of the most diverse like I, I, probably the most diverse meditation community in all of like New York City. Facts, facts. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take you that. know, it was actually yeah, like yeah, I had yeah. been to like a bunch of different events in different places, and there was no other space where I was around other young professionals. You know, like late twenties, early thirties, um, with from different backgrounds across different like nationalities, ethnicities. Uh, religion like races it was it was amazing and i Thank think you. that was one of the things that a lot of people would say about like inner glow and I, and i think you it, it kind of takes um the founder has to be intentional like it has to, like at the inception you know from the like when you're building it up yeah that yeah. has to be like a priority for, for you. sure for sure yeah for sure yeah. so so it's great to, to hear that you're that that is a priority for, for you sure. and, and the people and not just a priority to make more dollars yeah because like it if you want to look at it from a dollar standpoint Oh, if I make this something more people feel comfortable with, of course more people would buy. Mm-hmm. But like a for, for the difference, I feel like for me, is this is something that um, is connected to the why because I feel like disproportionately, you know, people of color are not, especially in this country, are are not in spaces where they can really tap into their full selves. You know, so it feels important to me to to make sure that okay that's a a pillar of of the space that we do create Mm. do you feel like i mean you you've done a lot of like healing work and um and really coming into yourself and your power and in the fullness of your humanity word like what's your relationship with race and Mm. your relation like yourself as a black man yeah like what does that look like now? Woo. Yeah. Woo. I like this. Yeah, it's still evolving. I'd say though, post George Floyd, it's there's been a, a like a huge shift and expansion for me. You know, I've I've, you know, had the I've considered a fortune of being in predominantly black spaces, predominantly white spaces. And so I've been able to sort of have this understanding that, wait, like, there are these two Americas where, like, expectations are different from teachers, access to opportunities are different. And so that awareness, you know, 
really at points had me feel like, okay, the game is rigged. Uh, and it pushed me to learn a lot more about, you know, black history and, and, and you know, things that we aren't taught in school and you know, how we got here from a financial standpoint, how we you know, got here from a, a societal and cultural standpoint. And so that was a lot of the learning that I have been doing over the last seven years, which was really empowering and healing for me and allowed me to look at a lot of the lies and stories that I had been told about what it meant to be a black man and be able to make those decisions for myself and let go of what I hadn't understand it. But at the same time, I was uh, still a lot more compromising in the sense of like making myself small, compromising my humanity for the safety of, not even the safety, for the comfort of others. And yeah, over the last, I don't know, where are we at now? We're in November. I'd say five months. That's been a journey for me of realizing like, wait a minute. I'm just as human, just as deserving, just as valuable as anyone else. I shouldn't be shrinking myself so, you know, another can be more comfortable in whatever violence or or, or um, harmful ideas, you know, they're perpetuating. Like, that is not my job. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's allowed me to take up more space. It's allowed me to be more loving to myself. It's allowed me to be a voice for others. And it's allowed me to, to like have new expectations in relationships and just hold people accountable. Like I, in high school and even in college, I was a lot more willing to be like, okay, what you said made me uncomfortable. Or like, here's why, you know, this idea that you're sharing, you know, is not okay. You know, uh, when kids would be like, yo, you're not really black, you know, or like in high school or, or just be like, yo, you got on a ghetto hat because I had a fitted on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just like saying these like, comments that were dehumanizing you know what i mean but at the same time i would just roll with it you know now i'm at the point where i'm like a you know i'm gonna have to tell you why that makes me uncomfortable and why you know that can't be our dynamic in the relationship and b when i just think about friendships it's like you know i've had to make a choice this in over the recent months where i was like okay a basic expectation in any friendship is that uh, you care about my life, right? And when you think about the, you know, the black liberation movement, right? That's really what it is about. It's about uh, making sure that black lives are, are, are treated with dignity, are protected. And, you know, that's not, that hasn't historically been the case in this country. You know what I mean? So th- this is a new idea for a lot of people. The veil is being, you know, revealed, you know. And so I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, if you're my friend, um, then it's important for me, it's necessary for me that you're willing to educate yourself, that you're willing to, you know, look at your own internalized um, biases and that you are willing to, you know, change your behavior if you realize your behavior is harmful and if you are unwilling to do that then you know we can still have love but you can't be someone that i'm breaking bread with and going to parties with you know what i mean and and and, and you can't be in my circle and and that would that's a line that i hadn't drawn until recently and that's been really empowering for me um to be able to draw that line that's amazing man yeah i i can definitely say um I've, I've been learning a lot of that from you as well, um, where, I mean, most of my life, I felt like I shrunk, especially like, you know, going into the white spaces, you know, West Town, like boarding school or going to Harvard. And and um, I remember like coming back from Lamont Cafe in the middle of the night, like that's where we like do work and stuff. And um, and then be walking to my dorm and then like there would be like a white girl there mm-hmm. and then I would just start whistling so that she would know that like, Hey, I'm friendly, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I'm, and, mm-hmm. and then she would cross the street and I was just like, God damn it. You know, like, mm-hmm. and, and like that would happen time and time again. Um, and, and I remember when we went to the Catskills yeah, recently, yeah. uh, uh, we, we go into like, it's like middle of the night. It's like really late. We go to like, we're like, we think this is the place. And it was like, Oh yeah, it's the place. And so we go to our Airbnb and we go around and we start to get onto the porch to like try to find the entrance and 
And um, and then I saw some people in through the windows, and I was like, oh shit, like let me let me not like let me be careful before I like scare some white people or something mm-hmm. like that. And and then you're like, <laughs> I remember you saying like like no, like you're like no, like we're gonna take we're taking up space, you know. Mm-hmm. And and um, that was that was very um. That was like the first time in my life where I started to really see like, oh yeah, like I do shrink. Mm-hmm. I don't let myself be fully me. I don't let myself embrace that I'm a, I'm a strong, powerful black man. And mm-hmm. and because I'm always trying to make everybody happy, mm-hmm. please everybody, make them comfortable. And 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 that and and people don't have to do that. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. They, I don't think they're thinking like that. No, one hundred percent. Yeah. I've got you by that because one other thing I shared is like who get, one a who gets to be scared in yeah. America, mm-hmm. and and two like, uh, we've been given the narrative that we are threats. Yeah. Because of the color of our skin, which is so harmful, right? And, and it's not on us to uh, prove our humanity to other people. You know, it's on them to grow as people and be like, wow, I should treat other people fairly and, and not look down on them. And so, you know, that that's yeah, that's a big that was a big area of growth for me. Just realizing like it's that's that's not my job. Uh, it's not my job to shrink myself so that other people feel uh, more comfortable with perpetuating the idea that i'm less than like that is a wild mind fuck you know what i mean like yeah. that's not my job yeah. you know it's real um makes me think of my my favorite quote uh, one of my favorite quotes by marion williamson who says uh our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest mm-hmm. fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us who am i oh, fuck how does it go like who am i to sh- Mm. I need to find this quote. Let me see if I can find it. Because it was really fucking powerful. Let me see. Uh, our deepest fear. Butcher it. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. So our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Mm-hmm. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, mm-hmm. gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Mm-hmm. Actually, who are you not to be? Mm-hmm. You are a child of God. Mm-hmm. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Mm-hmm. We're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. Mm -hmm. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Mm -hmm. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. 100%. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's that's actually, I'm glad you brought that's a sentiment that I've been like understanding at a deeper level more recently. Yeah, no, it's it's important. Oh man, okay. So before I ask you this last question, yeah, <clears throat> I want to say thank you, Kyle. Oh. <laughs> thank you for being a leader. Mm. Thank you for being a model of what, um, what it means to be a man mm. in in twenty twenty, and 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 what it can look like going forward. Because in your space, in your expansion, in your owning your hum- humanity, yeah. it allow it creates space for other people to to do the same. Wow! So thank you, brother. That was beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing. I I received that. Yeah, I appreciate that. The last question for you is, uh, what should a new norm be? And you can go wherever you want with that. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new norm. Wow! I mean, we we. <laughs> you can go anywhere you want with that we question. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Wow, 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 wow. Do you need a moment? <laughs> no, I mean I, I there's so there's so many new norms. Well <laughs> one one that comes to mind though is um taking care of our minds as much as we or caring about our minds as much as we care about our bodies, uh and then eventually caring about our souls as much as we care about our bodies. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's that's what comes to mind. Yep. <laughs> Kyle Summersoul. Thank you. 
Thank you for having me. Glad Gabriel. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. No doubt, brother. This was a, this was a really fulfilling conversation. So yeah. thanks for having me. No doubt. Hey there, I hope you really enjoyed today's podcast episode. As you know, at New Norm Club, we really believe in the Ubuntu philosophy, which basically means I am because we are. You know, a rising tide raises all ships. And so this podcast is not just a podcast, it's also a community. So feel free to go to the Facebook group and join and, and connect with other like-minded people, share what your biggest takeaways were from this episode. Also, do that in the, your personal social media so that we can get more people into this family so that we can start to redefine the world together and support each other and empower each other and inspire each other to be our best selves. And don't forget to tag at New Norm Club and at Glyvolner, that's me, G-L-Y-V-O-L-N-E-R, on any of your social platforms. And also, follow on your preferred podcasting platform, Spotify, etc. You know the drill. So have an amazing rest of your day and see you on the next episode.